This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, you can click on that radio page, check out past shows, and you can also subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And again, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you have any questions, if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a conference call, or even a Zoom meeting, again, that phone number is 614-760-0670. Well, divorce is one of the most difficult things a person really can go through, in my opinion. The emotional turmoil for yourself, as well as any children you may have, or any other family members and friends can be considerable. As if... that wasn't hard enough, the divorce process can be made even more unpleasant by various financial issues and protracted battles over assets, which can include real estate, property, money, and of course, investments. But before we push forward with our discussion into a retirement strategy after divorce, let me introduce you to our co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing good, Corey. I've had a great week. And, you know, the weather's been pretty good and just really uh, trying to get out there and get some things done. But, yeah, I, I've had a good week. How about you? What's up with you? Are you keeping busy? Yeah, keeping actually really busy. It seems like a lot of people are starting to want to come in, you know, meet, discuss their retirement or, you know, their financial future. Um, of course, always meeting with clients, but, uh, uh, you know, actually getting quite a bit of activity out of all of our, uh, you know, people just, or prospects, or just people just wanting, you know, to, to, to move forward with some, you know, financial retirement advice. So, yeah, that's it's busy, and I don't know if that has to do, Tony, with people, you know, kids going back to school, everyone's feeling a bit more comfortable, or, or what's going on here, but uh, um, definitely seeing a lot more, uh, you know, action uh, of people wanting to come in and meet face to face. And I'm, of course, I am setting up some FaceTime or Zoom calls and some conference calls as well. All right. Well, yeah, it sounds like you have been busy. And, you know, today's topic, you picked kind of a heavy subject, but I think it's going to be valuable for our listeners. I mean, chances are, even if you haven't gone through a divorce yourself, somebody you're close to probably has. And we all know the toll it can take on a person. And then when you throw finances into the mix, well, it just becomes that much harder, doesn't it? I totally agree with you, Tony. You know, I mean, as you probably can imagine, you know, really during that divorce process, pensions, retirement accounts are often at the top of both spouses' wish list for what they want to be able to walk away with after the divorce. And if one of the spouses hasn't had a career or didn't contribute to a retirement plan, 
as part of that couple's strategy, the pressure can even be you know heightened or you know even further. Now, a recent Investopedia article titled "How to Protect Your Retirement After Divorce." notes that crafting a workable plan for both spouses beforehand is possibly the best first step that you can take. You know, when you're planning a wedding or in the early days of, uh, you know, of your union, few people want to really bring up the future about divorce um, because, you know, it is possible, um, you know, it's really, you know, let's kind of, you know, face it. It is possible that it does happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, you know, there isn't much that lasts forever out there. And I, for millions of people, that includes a marriage, unfortunately. So what does this kind of agreement look like? Well, as much as anything, Tony, it really comes down to open and consistent communication. You know, you and your spouse, you know, really should sit down together to examine your assets. And from there, you should come up with a plan that would divide those assets in a way that you can both live with. Now, remember, neither spouse is likely to get everything they want. So, you know, you have to give and, and, and take is, you know, of course, that's going to be really essential, too. Obviously, this process should include a, a keen examination of any and all your retirement and investment accounts. Additionally, any agreement hammered out only between you and your spouse may not hold up in court if your divorce process, you know, becomes more hostile. Therefore, it may be wise, you know, to, to move to work with an attorney and a financial service professional, really to come up with a plan that you can both live with, and that will, you know, survive that legal process. I know everyone hates putting that type of stuff, you know, before you get married into place, but, you know, sometimes it's really worthwhile to do. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And along those same lines, Corey, it seems to me that it would be more important to really understand the rules uh, that govern your retirement accounts as well, because in some cases, those rules require you to spell out how the assets would be divided in case of a divorce, right? That's exactly right, Tony. You know, specific accounts should be listed in and clearly defined in any divorce settlement agreement to help, you know, divide that, you know, to help really divide the assets properly. For example, let's just say you have a thrift savings plan, which is a you know defined contribution plan for federal employees and military personnel. It's really it's it's really a good example. It mandates that a strategy for the plan's assets be clearly defined and labeled as TSP balance in any divorce process. Now, per the article, an informal agreement between two divorcing spouses isn't legally binding enough for a rollover. The divorce decree must specifically state something along the lines of the spouse is entitled to X number percent of the account holder's TSP account. If it doesn't make that statement, the account holder's spouse, you know, doesn't receive a dime no matter what any other agreement may say. Interesting. Uh, What about when there's debt in a retirement plan? Great question. Um, you know, now this can vary a little bit from state to state, Tony, but, you know, debt that's sitting in a retirement account be considered a joint obligation. So let's take a step back and provide an example how you can have debt in a retirement account. So, for example, if the policy, you know, holding spouse took out a $100,000 loan from the $200,000 401k, a 50-50 split is likely to be calculated for the remaining balance in the plan. The only potential wrinkle to this is if the divorce decree spells out that the $100,000 loan must be repaid before the division occurs. Wow. I would say that sounds like a substantial wrinkle. But before we dive deeper into this one, Corey, we should take a quick break here 
Do you have anything else you want to uh, let our listeners know about before we do? Yeah, Tony, sure do. You know, for our listeners out there, I highly recommend you. We're really encouraged for you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Now, you can always call our office at 614-760-0670. You can discuss with me on how we're going to be able to answer any questions and also address any concerns about your path towards towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor uh, Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors to really help prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. That's why one of the things that we want to be able to do is offer you that complimentary no obligation meeting. Um, again, that meeting can be face-to-face. It could be via Zoom. It could be via conference call. However, uh, whatever, you know, whatever you're going to feel safest in in this environment. But, you know, we can, our goal is to be able to sit down, develop a plan for you. And again, there's no obligations as well. So all you have to do is just give us a call at 614-760-0670 in order to set that complimentary no obligation meeting. All right. Well, thanks, Corey. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more on retirement strategy after a divorce here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure that any surprise is a welcome one and help reduce threats to your retirement. At Safe Harbor Retirement Group, we specialize in helping to protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit safeharboroh.com to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, make sure you click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows, as well as subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, during our show today, we've been talking Really, we've been talking and looking at how you may be able to adjust your retirement strategy in the wake of a divorce. Right. And as you talked about in the first segment, Corey, this probably isn't the most fun topic. uh, But the fact is, it's a reality for millions of Americans out there. A divorce happens and it seems to happen more and more. So what do you have next for us? You know, I think the best place to start, Tony, uh, with our next segment is to, is really to kind of look at pensions. You know, when we're using that Esto, Investopedia article, how to protect your retirement after divorce. Now, this article has some great insight into this one. Generally, the division of individual retirement accounts, or as we, you know, more commonly refer to them, IRAs, is a simple process. Now, specifically, a divorce decree or the qualified domestic relations order is used to transfer balances from one spouse to the other as a simple rollover. Now, the division of the retirement funds is ultimately set by the court order, so there are a number of factors that play in deciding how monthly benefits are split between spouses. As you've probably already have guessed, any pension money that was earned during the marriage is most often considered joint property and is therefore most likely subject to, to that division during a divorce. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. So, and I know though, from our previous discussions on pension plans, that a lot of them do have survivor benefits. 
How does a planned survivor benefits factor into all this, into the divorce process? Well, that's, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it, Tony. So in some cases, the non-working spouse may choose to keep the survivor benefit they've, that they've been designated to receive. In other scenarios, the monthly benefit can be divided between non-working spouse and the account holder with a survivor benefit retained, waived, or even transferred, depending on the language of the divorce agreement. So this is an area where that non-working spouse is really going to want to do their homework because they may be better off waiving that survivor benefit in exchange for the working spouse purchasing a life insurance policy that names them as the beneficiary. This is a, you know especially true if the retirement account survivor benefit vanishes if the non-working spouse remarries before they reach a certain age. Wow. Well, uh, there's a lot to know and understand here. It's a lot to take in. Walk us through some of the general financial steps a person should take if they're going through a divorce then. Yeah, Tony, no problem. Um, You know, like so many other parts of our personal finances, you know, you really need to kind of take a deep breath, a calm mind and a strong strategy. And if you do that, it can make a huge difference, you know, as you kind of go through this process. Now, earlier in the show, we talked about homework. So let's circle back to that for a few moments. You know, when dealing with a divorce, it's, it's really critical to have a grasp of the rules about how your various accounts will be divided. Now, remember, the non-participating or non-owner spouse is entitled to all the information regarding retirement accounts and account balances. Additionally, you should note that rules about dividing pensions and other retirement assets are different from state to state. So your divorce in Arizona may look very different than a friend or a family member's divorce in Florida, you know, or even in Ohio. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Another thing you mentioned earlier in the show is relying on professionals to help you through this process. I'm assuming that's something that really can't be overemphasized here. That's important, isn't it? I think you're, I think you're, you know, right on there, Tony. You know, while we go through, you know, while you're going through this difficult and unpleasant, you know, as that divorce process is, you don't have to really do it alone, right? So divorcing spouses who don't have a deep understanding of many divorce rules and laws can end up losing out on some of the things that they were entitled to. You know, why would you want to be able to risk that? You know, working with an expert is going to ensure that both spouses don't overlook anything during the process. Um, you know, whether you're working with a financial you know, service provider like myself or maybe a, an attorney or a CPA, you know, you want to be able to work with, with someone that has kind of has access to all those tools. And that's one of the things we definitely have here at Safe Harbor, where you can not only work with me, but we have an attorney and you have a CPA that you can even talk to. Uh, so you're saying you, you don't just uh, work with an attorney. Uh, you want to work with a financial professional as well, right? Absolutely. You know, if, if, you're, if you aren't currently working with a financial service professional, I'd strongly urge you to do so. You know, a seasoned financial service professional like myself, you know, we're going to be able to work with you. Or, you know, we've kind of gone through this, you know, we've, we've been through a divorce process. So that understanding of the divorce process as it relates to, per, you know, personal finances in combination with the fact that they already have a deep understanding of the financial rules and regulations this is going to be, you know, it's going to very, it's going to help you and it's going to be very valuable information, um, you know, for you to, as you kind of go through this process. 
Uh, today you're talking about uh, retirement strategies after somebody's gone through a divorce or uh, how to plan before a divorce. Uh, this is really important when it comes to finances. And I know you've dealt with this uh, with clients before and uh, sat down with them. And I, I think communication is part of the key, getting everything out on the table and uh, really working through it uh, calmly. Uh, so it really is important. And we've this is kind of the third part in a series here, Corey. Uh, we talked about retirement planning for couples. Uh, then last week we did retirement planning for singles. And today, retirement planning and financial planning if you're uh, going through a divorce or divorce. So uh, we've kind of covered the gamut. And um, how would you like to kick off our final segment on this topic? Well, Tony, what I really would like to do is look at a recent Money Magazine article titled Five Ways to Stop Divorce from Wrecking Your Retirement that I think has some really terrific information in it. The article uses data from Pew Research Center that tells us the divorce rate for people older than 50 has doubled since the 1990s. And as you probably guess, a spouse who stayed home to raise a family while that other spouse worked is that you know really at a you know really at a particular financial risk you know during a divorce? Yeah, wow, that stat. I mean, uh, the divorce rate. I knew it had been increasing, but a double just since the '90s. That's that's amazing. That's really shocking to me. But uh, and it doesn't feel like a stretch then to say divorce is probably especially difficult if you gave up a career to maybe raise a family and maybe have little to no retirement savings of your own. I bet some people find themselves in that situation, right? Yeah, you're exactly right, Tony. And, and really the first piece of advice from the from this article is to redo your budget. You know, when you factor in the cost of an attorney, uh, maybe other rep representation you might have to have with, you know, building two households instead of one, it's easy to see how your ability to save and maintain your current standard of living can be very difficult. In fact, the article describes a survey that claims one in three respondents were still struggling with their finances five years after the divorce. Whoa. Now, ultimately, crafting a new and comprehensive budget that addresses your post-divorce reality can help you avoid some of those potentially damaging mistakes. You know, build an emergency fund, for example, and keeping, you know, keep moving towards your goal of a comfortable and rewarding retirement. So um, I think it's mo really important for you to, at that point in time, to make sure you get a financial plan in place. Yeah, that's huge. And it, it strikes me, you know, as another opportunity to remind our listeners that if they aren't already, you have to work with a financial advisor like yourself, a fiduciary, Corey, uh, who's going to be looking out for the client's best interest and help them formulate this plan. I mean, in the scenario you mentioned, it's easy to imagine somebody using high-risk investments to try to play financial catch-up, uh, but that might not always work, and you have to work with a professional then that can help you stay on track with a strategy that's going to really suit your risk comfort and your risk tolerance, right? Exactly right, Tony. You know, and really the next thing you also may want to consider after divorce is getting into or remaining in that labor force, right? So when dividing up your assets, the courts will factor in the importance of work a spouse did in the home. But that said, no matter how the assets are divided, a non-working spouse may really need to return to work post-divorce, even if they don't, you know, even if they've been at home for several years. 
So when choosing a position, it's important to remember that a paycheck is only part of the job's importance. A job may also provide the opportunity to purchase, you know, employer subsidized insurance or even increase your social security benefit, which, you know, of course could have a, a huge benefit, you know, later on in retirement as well. Yeah. Nowadays, especially benefits are a big part of uh, what you want to look at, not just the overall salary or pay. Uh, and I'm glad you brought up Social Security. I was actually just about to ask you about that myself, how that works with a divorce. Well, you know, this one's this one's kind of a, a big one. And believe me, I have a lot of discussions with uh, clients about this one. But if you do return to work after the divorce and a, you know, in a long professional break, you may want to consider delaying your Social Security for as long as possible so you can get the most of your spousal benefits claim as well. Now, here's what you need to remember. If you were married for at least 10 years, your Social Security benefit will be determined by your ex-spouse's work history. This is, this is very important. If you don't have a long work history of your own because you were working, you know, you're working in the home, breaking the numbers down a bit, if you begin collecting your Social Security when you're 62, you're going to get something in the neighborhood of 75% of, of, uh, of what you would have gotten if you had waited until you know your government uh, set retirement age. For most people out there, it's going to be the age of 66 if you were you know born between 1943 and 1954. So if you if you can wait to 66, then you're going to get 100 percent of the amount you're eligible for. Additionally, if you postpone your filing until age 70, you can drive your monthly benefit payment up even higher. You know, thanks you know to those delayed retirement credits, which grows at you know up to eight percent per year, or thirty two percent you know from the ages of sixty six to seventy. Wow. Okay. Uh, so obviously that's critical when it comes to maintaining your lifestyle in retirement. That monthly Social Security payment that's thirty two percent larger would be a big deal. It, uh, you're exactly right, Tony. You know, another good post-divorce move is to be very prudent with how you handle real estate also. You know, if you own a home, your best financial move may be actually to sell it. You know, though many people have a strong emotional attachment to their home, those emotions shouldn't be allowed to, you know, make a bad financial decision. You know, selling your home and using that money to aid your overall retirement strategy could very well be the best way to utilize it. And in your, you know, that new post-divorce circumstance, which is, you know, maybe difficult, um, to, you know, to pay for a mortgage or even the upkeep, that upkeep, you know, that a large home does take. So when you're building your new financial life or your new life, why not live in a comfortable home that allows you to focus on some of your other financial goals or your retirement goals that you want to try to accomplish? Yeah, exactly. That sounds great. And this has been a good episode, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to share before we go? Yeah. You know, if any of our listeners out there have any questions about your financial strategy, you know, I encourage you to visit our website at, at safeharboroh.com. Or I also um, encourage you to just give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call in, you can discuss on how I'm going to be able to answer any questions and address any concerns you have. You know, you have to remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And really, the best way to do that is, again, give us a call at 614-760-0670. Set that complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. Again, we can review your current financial plan, or we can put one in place for you. 
Again, there's no obligations. All you have to do is just schedule a meeting with me, and that meeting can be face-to-face, a conference call, or you know, even a Zoom meeting. Again, that's 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.